It's Wednesday, 25th of November 2015, and I've called an emergency session of the United Nations of Fangirl Happy Hour so that we can discuss the most important thing that has ever happened or that has happened this year so far, which is the trailer of Captain American Civil War. Renee, you are here with me today on this very important recording. How are you feeling? I've got to tell you, Ed, it's, it's a dark time. This has been hard to live through. I know. I woke up today and there was a very serious tweet from you. And it was all caps. And when something is all caps, I know. Yes. yes. I thought it was something Hugo related for a while. And my heart went all Peter patter. But then I realized what it was. And it was even more than I was expecting. And things got serious and shit hit the fan with that trailer. And I think we both had a lot of feels. And a I lot. Think I had, a lot of emotion. I, had, I think, yes, I think I, I died a little bit inside at certain moments. And I yes, turned into I... a cloud of tears. In fact. Did you? Yes, I did. Okay. It was it was alarming. I scared a that, lot of people around me. Sound, my cats. That sounds very grave. Um, I talked about it at work and people just gave me blank stares. I don't think they even know what I was talking about. And I was like, but Black Panther. And they were like, were you watching an, a documentary about animals? I can't believe they don't understand. And no, I can't believe they haven't heard. I don't, I don't believe. Because I, the, I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by heathens. The, how did they not hear the cries of agony of every fangirl I, in I the United know. States. It's trending on Twitter. I mean, hello. Exactly. I'm just really let down. Guys, yes. this is important. This is, like, so important. It's, it's... <laughs> I, I can't keep this much longer. <laughs> we did a good job, though, for a while there. Oh, my God. So in case you don't know, the Captain America Civil War trailer came out and we had a lot of emotions about it. I don't even know where to start. Like everything about the trailer was like, what is happening? How are they going about the Civil War thing? Are they going to follow the events in in the comics? Is it the same setup? They can't. They it... can't because in the comics, Steve and Tony have an entirely different relationship than they do in the MCU. It's not the same, so they can't port it over from the comics. I also don't trust Marvel trailers at all, because when the Captain America The Winter Soldier trailer came out, it framed some things in ways that when the movie debuted were very obviously just blatant trickery. So I'm definitely suspicious of this trailer. Right, okay. But what makes you, what, what part of it makes you suspicious? Because I think that they may be playing on the marketing of Civil War because people who read the Civil War comics will yeah. know what happened there and know the general gist of Steve and Tony having a philosophical disagreement, political disagreement, and it makes for good marketing, right? The, right. The divided we fall narrative for people who don't know. But I'm just really suspicious that's what the movie is going to actually focus on. I feel like, and I told my friend Rose this last night, I feel like that's an emotional side note that they're hitting really hard right now to market the film. But when we get to the actual movie, it's going to just be a small part and not okay. 
like the main narrative thrust. Right. And I know I've seen a lot of criticism going around, like, how are they doing this whole friend thing with Tony and Steve? They're not friends in the MCU. And I'm kind of like, that's the point. Tony, as a character, if you fight with him, if you're his ally, he will consider you close to him. And he doesn't do that with a lot of people, but he did that with the Avengers. We see that in Ultron, even though that movie was terrible, where his perceived friendships get the entire world in trouble, right? He yeah. sees his friends dead and he flips out because he because he himself considers the Avengers his friends. Because as he told Steve in the first Avengers movie, he's not a soldier. He's just a person. He's just a person who's decided to be a hero, right? For Steve, the Avengers are more like a unit. You don't have to be friends with a unit. But he is friends with Bucky. So the divide there is really interesting. You're seeing kind of what miscommunication about relationships looks like. And so it, it's working for me just fine. I don't need I don't need them to be friends in this universe for this narrative to work for me. Because I feel like the whole point is that Tony's realizing that he wasn't friends no that he just made it all up inside his head that's the that's the that's the narrative that he created that's the heart that's what's the heartbreaking part about it he's he's seeing steve's dark side the the conversation they had in ultron about he he doesn't like to know he doesn't like it when he doesn't know what somebody's dark side is and him and steve had that argument he's finally seeing what steve's dark side is which is bucky like threatening bucky barnes don't do that don't do that tony that's terrible I also have a lot of problems with everybody's cheering on that double team scene from the trailer yeah. Yeah. where Bucky and Steve are trading the shield back and forth to beat the yeah. shield out of Tony. And I have a serious problem with this scene. On the one hand, it's really cool to watch them using the shield that way. It's also excellent foreshadowing for Bucky as, as Captain, Captain America. America. Yep. But it also makes them look like bullies because that's not the Steve I know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't, the Steve I know doesn't beat on his friends. He doesn't treat his his even his allies. He doesn't treat them that way. So I'm really curious that this movie is really going all in over the fact that Steve will go like straight up dark side to protect Bucky Barnes. Yeah, but is that what it's doing though? Because like you said, the trailer could be misleading. It might not even be what's happening there because there is still the whole conversation about the superheroes having to become um to be enlisted right to be part of this um in the civil war comics it was definitely a, a list of like red it was a registration superhero registration. yeah it, registration that's but we what... don't know that's what the mcu is doing it it's not explicit and i'm no, really exactly, i'm really I nervous wonder... about saying that's what's happening here yes there obviously wants some oversight but i'm not exactly sure if it's going to be the same type because there is that whole conversation, there is that meeting between um, that dude that we don't know who he is. He's from the Hulk. He's Betty Ross's father. Okay. Well, my God, I didn't even remember that. Right. He but, hasn't been around, but it's General Ross is his name, I think. So, so basically, that that's, that that element is there in the trailer. Uh-huh. So I wonder how much that feeds into the narrative there, because I. Like you said, I can't see Steve Rogers doing all that and leading a counter movement just because of Bucky, just because he's friends with Bucky. I know that he says he's my friend, but I think there's something else there. And maybe it's what they want to do to Bucky that will be part of a larger conversation. 
I also think we have to remember that we haven't seen Crossbones at all, and he's in this movie. Who's Crossbones? He is the guy from Captain America, the Winter Soldier. At the end of the Winter Soldier, you see him pulled out of like the building. Yes. With his, he's all burned and stuff. But we didn't see him at all. We know he's at least in the beginning or the end or the middle. I don't. Who knows? We're like I don't trust this. The I don't trust this trailer. I don't trust the cuts in this trailer. They're deliberately edited to be as emotionally manipulative possible. Yeah. I was reading up on Civil War, the the comic, to see what kind of potential correlations there might be. I haven't read the actual comic. I was just reading Wikipedia. You know, very informative. The thing that doesn't make sense to me is how people position themselves in that situation, in the, in the larger discussion about to register or to not register. I could never understand why would... Both Iron Man and Black Widow be on the side that they end up being. I don't. I cannot see those characters agreeing. In the comics, I don't know them well enough to say. In the MCU, I'm just going to pretend right now that Natasha is being a double agent, and that's, that's how well, I'm going to because that's the only explanation. Actually, for me, the most fraught moment of the trailer was not to see Iron Man and Captain America on on different sides. It was to see. Natasha and Steve Rogers on different sides. If they have to fight, I'm just done. (laughs) I cannot see, I just, I cannot see Natasha buying into that narrative. I cannot see her siding with the man, right? You think she should have her own side? Well, either way, she would side with the man. (laughs) Like, did you know that the women content Uh, in this trailer was atrocious? You see Natasha, and you see one shot of Wanda, I think. One or two, maybe. Yeah, she was running, yeah. Where the women in this universe. Uh, They don't exist, because Marvel has built a universe full of, you know, white dudes. Poor Falcon is there, (laughs) alone. And then poor Rhodey is there, alone. Like, if you look at the sides, right? It's like this tokenism that's happening on each side. I'm just like, oh, God, Marvel, you sure screwed the pooch on this one. (laughs) Black Panther showed up. Oh, yes, but I am going to reserve judgment, I think. (laughs) Because I don't know how they're going to use him yet. We won't know. I'm so curious. So why is he coming right now at this moment in time? Where is he coming from? You know? I really, yeah. I mean, what's the what is the positioning of this hero within this story? Obviously, I think it's just a cameo thing, maybe. I don't know. He was fighting Bucky Hardcore there. Well, there's also people that weren't in this trailer that we're going to see in the movie. Like Ant Man, apparently, is going to be in the actual movie. Or maybe he was there. We just didn't see it because (laughs) it was in. Hello, (laughs) Renee. Fine. You win. <laughs> you know, they didn't have the budget. <laughs> so what this comes down for me is this, this trailer is spinning this narrative of... You read the article that I linked to you from yes. Comics Alliance where they're just like, well, this, here are all the gay moments in this this trailer. And I really liked his wider point, actually. A lot of Captain America's narrative and his relationship with Bucky has been an, a, like an emotionally intimate one across all the movies. Yes, and, and if he was a woman, that would be a romantic relationship. Yes, it would. Like, there's no question is yeah. that if Bucky Barnes was 
a female character, yeah, was these movies would be explicitly romantic. Yeah, it would not end up with the kiss. And I'm really curious, actually. A lot of some of the friends that I have who don't really like the Captain America movies say they're they say, oh, they're too touchy feely, they're boring. I don't find Cap really interesting as a character because wow. he doesn't like. There's not enough fight scenes or something. And I'm kind of curious now if some of what they're reacting to is the fact that these movies are really emotionally intimate looks at relationships between men. The movies are anchored in. Steve losing Bucky, getting him back, losing him again, going into the future, finding him, losing him again. I'm just really curious if the fact that these movies are anchored in such a way to make it... It I doesn't mean, even have to be romantic, right? But no. the fact that they're anchored this way makes people uncomfortable because we're not well, used to seeing... Well, his entire arc is like that. It's not even only in his movies. That was That's what he was doing um, during... Age of Ultron, he was still looking for Bucky. Bucky, concerned about him. And then that was the after credits scene of Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. It was, again, Stephen Bucky. I don't know where yeah. we're going to go from here. This is only the first trailer, too. Remember, we're in November. Oh this movie God. doesn't come out until May. Oh, I boy. <laughs> because Disney is not going to waste a bunch of time right before Star Wars promoting this movie they're gonna they're gonna stretch it out so we're just gonna be in this horrible emotional hell for the next five <laughs> months as we wait for this film and just fyi i'm gonna be useless in may it's gonna be all civil war all the time well at least it's early may that the movie comes out no the- i'm gonna no i'm gonna be in a fucking emotional wreck the entire month possibly <laughs> also into june it depends i'm just, if you need me i will be in AO3, like, in the Steve Bucky so, or Steve Tony I guess, tag recovering. I guess, I guess this is when Fangirl Happy Hour goes on hiatus. Yes, this may, be our, <laughs> this may be our hiatus this month. I may be a, extended away for emotional recovery. <laughs> also, I want to find out who hurt Rhodey and end them. I don't know who it was. What if it was one of your faves? Then me and my faves are going to have a conversation because that's fucking terrible. I was so, I was so upset there. I was like, Tony's face, Rhodey unconscious. I am not okay. Is Rhodey unconscious? Or he better be just unconscious. (laughs) And I I do not plan to see. (laughs) Am I adding to your, maybe that's what ends things for reals there. Oh God, I don't want to think about it. We've got to move on. I want to cry a lot. <laughs> and in fact, I'll probably go watch it 18 more times and cry uh, while watching it. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. Well, thanks for getting together and crying with me about this trailer. No and my ep- my epic love for all my faves for not beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> As usual, it has been my pleasure, darling. Thanks for listening, guys. Fangirl Happy Hour is Renee Williams and me, Anna Grillo. Renee is also our producer. Her feelings about Tony Stark are pure and beautiful. You'll find links to some of our discussion topics in our show notes at fangirlhappyhour.com. You can email us at fangirlhappyhour at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. What did you think of the trailer? Are you freaking out? 
You can find us on Tumblr and Facebook at Fangirl Happy Hour, one long word, no spaces. If you like the show, we'd love it if you drop by iTunes and leave a review. They help us so more people can find us. You can chat with us on Twitter at Fangirl Podcast. Anna is also at Book Smugglers and Renee at Renee. Our music is by Box Cat Games. Our logo is by the very talented Era. You can commission them at justera.tumblr.com. For both myself and Renee, thanks for listening. See you next episode.